guys. Welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We're two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Meredith Hine, and I'm thrilled as always to be joined by my co-host, Kelsey Trainer. Hello, hello. I'm just going to jump right into it because I am coming into this conversation fresh off of Twitter um, and reading a lot of what has been happening on Twitter. So um, She's not everyone. (laughs) In today's news, um, so Becky Hammond made headlines last week for making it to the final stages of the head coaching position for the Portland Trailblazers. Becky is currently an assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs. Well, it looks like that interview uh, to the final round was mostly for show. Portland announced recently the hiring of former NBA star Chauncey Billups in spite of a 1997 sexual assault allegation and civil case that was filed against Billups that was settled out of court that surfaced uh, amidst the news of his interview and hiring. Um, And so a few things happened today on that front. Uh, First was the statement by owner Neil Olshi um, of the Trailblazers on Becky Hammond. So I'm just going to read his statement. Um, Quote, we obviously admire Becky. She did a great job. Making it as far as the owner in the process isn't easy. She made it all the way to the ownership level, which is an endorsement. End quote. The audacity. I I just would like to start with I want everyone listening to understand how patronizing that statement is. Okay. Any woman who has ever interviewed for a job understands like tokenism, right. And being in that position, um, and having people just belittle you, but do it in a way that they, you know, pose kind of as a, as a compliment. Um, Becky Hammond is an established successful coach in the NBA. Uh, I believe she won the, um, the, uh, the G league or the D league championship, the summer league. Um, she has been under Greg Popovich for years. Um, and it was, I think it was Paul Gasol who published an article in the player's tribune saying Becky Hammond can coach. I'm not saying that she can coach women's basketball. I'm not saying she can coach well for a woman. Um, I'm not saying she can, you know, coach. Okay. Becky Hammond can coach basketball and she should be an NBA head coach. Um, and so then you have this owner. Um, you know, clearly they only interviewed her to say, to make headlines, um, you know, to get that praise of, you know, interviewing, you know, Becky Hammond, a woman for a head coach. Uh, but they never planned to do it. Um, and that statement that it came out, I mean, he is getting absolutely ripped on Twitter and and for for a few other reasons that I'll get into, but Meredith. What are your thoughts while I take a deep, deep, deep breath here? I was taking a lot of deep breaths while you were talking. Um, so first of all, on your point of tokenism, let's get into that. Anytime you are going to add for a woman to the end of your statement, you should not add that to the end of your statement. Like you said, Becky Hammond is not a good coach for a woman. She's a good coach. Facts. And I think, we have all experienced this. So I've run the Boston marathon. People tell me all the time, Oh, you're a good runner for a girl. It's like, no, I'm a good runner. I mean, I'm not as, I'm not as good as the runners. We're going to talk about a little bit later, certainly, but 
No, like you well, cannot. Well, and this, the standard is that sports are inherently male, right? Like even the name of the, po- the podcast, Play Like a Girl, because playing like a girl is playing like an athlete, right? Like that's the point of it. And but yeah. anymore, you know, that's that's the the standard is that sports are inherently male. You have the National Basketball Association and the Women's National Basketball Association, right? Like why is it that the men's is just the national? The women's is it national was, too. It should be the men's national basketball association, the MNBA, if you will. <laughs> it reminds me of have you seen the meme that's been going around since COVID? There's a picture of like latex gloves and they say surgeons latex gloves. And then they have a pink box of latex gloves that says women's latex gloves. And someone tweeted, ah, yes, the two genders, surgeons and women. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so um, funny. <laughs> Yeah, not funny, but, but it's funny. It's it's sad. Uh, thanks for calling it out, whoever that Twitter user was. But no, I mean, just I'm. All, there's Making not a it, lot of positive in this. I think we should break down that statement. Okay, let's take the first. Let's sentence. get into it. We okay. obviously admire Becky. Period. Okay, who doesn't admire Becky Hammond? Right, she's a WNBA superstar, a U.S. athlete superstar, and she is one of the best coaches in the NBA you know, the pillar, the, the mecca for basketball in the world, okay? Do you have anything else to add? Oh, we obviously admire Becky. Great. And 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 end the sentence there. That would have been much better than the rest of what he said. Next sentence. She did a great job. Okay, of course she did a great job. I mean, maybe there's issues with the interview process. I don't know how Becky Hammond interviews. I can't pretend to know that. Um, I do know her qualifications on the court. Uh, it seems like people get along well with her, players, staff. Um, so, yeah, she did a great job. Next sentence. Making it as far as the owner in the process isn't easy. Okay. Yeah. Would you have said that if that if the, you were talking about a male? Never. It isn't easy? Well, how many people in this world coach basketball at the in the NBA, right? How many? There's how many teams? and, and there, So there's only a small number of coaches. Clearly it's not easy, right? By saying it's not easy, you're implying that Becky Hammond could do anything but. Um, which, again, just in and of itself blows my mind. Next sentence. She made it all the way to the ownership level. Oh, my gosh. How exciting. Like, that's how I read that. Um, and then there's a comma, which is an endorsement. Okay, so she made it all the way to the ownership level. He is the ownership level, right? Like, it's, he, he made it to her. It's, it's him and a few other people's decisions on who they hire. I just cannot imagine that statement being made about Chauncey Billups if, if those scenarios were reversed. If Becky Hammond was hired, would we say we obviously admire Chauncey? He did a great job. Making it as far in the owner in the process isn't easy. He made it all the way to the ownership level, which is an endorsement. Nobody would ever say that about Chauncey Billups or any other male coach. Um, And so just this statement just is (laughs) clearly by the tone of my voice um, and by the passion probably in my tone. um, It's just so patronizing. And I'm actually really glad to see people calling it out on social media as that. Um, I don't think many people buy into that statement, and I think he 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 would have done himself a favor by just not saying anything at all. Um, yeah. 
because people had already speculated that Becky Hammond being in the final you know, interview process and getting a callback for, you know, an ownership level interview was kind of a PR thing. Um, and this to me just solidified that, but that's my take. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Uh, we're gonna, there's nothing positive here. It's, it's all pretty bad, like a terrible statement as you've broken down so granularly. Uh, the good news it for Becky is that this isn't going to be the last stop. Um, she is considered by many the coach in waiting in San Antonio uh, behind legendary coach and most famous Air Force Academy graduate Greg Popovich, um, who has consistently been an advocate for her throughout her career and was one of the first to echo that sentiment of she's a good coach. That's why I hired her. Um with no holds barred. So, yeah, I think it's, it's going to happen for Becky. Um, but we just haven't come as far as we think we have. And every year, this kind of same conversation, I mean, the NBA is hiring Jason Kidd, who was, um, who was, I believe either convicted or pled guilty to uh, domestic assault as well as a DUI. Um, and Chauncey Billups, who was accused of sexual assault um, and was never criminally charged. Let's, let's be clear about that. Um, but there was a civil case that was settled out of court. Um, I'm not going to get into what that means because, you know, it's, it's not telling, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, uh, that nothing happened. It doesn't mean that something happened. Um, but again, um, so I, I, I want to le- have that lead into, um, the second part of kind of where I, I'm seething kind of from the from the mouth of what's being said on social media, I think this whole interview with uh, Neil Oshie was just just an absolute mess. Um, he was asked about the details of the investigation um, that the Portland Trailblazers did into the sexual assault allegation against Chauncey Billups, and his response was, quote, uh, that's proprietary, Sean, who was the person who asked the question. You're just going to have to take our word that we hired an experienced firm that led us to the results we already discussed. Okay, let's also break that down. (laughs) Okay, Um, first of all, Chauncey Billups, the sexual assault allegations against him are, are, that's fair game, right? For for somebody who is being hired um, to lead a team and to lead, lead an organization. Um, and second, if the investigation in- yielded the results that made you, the owner, comfortable in hiring Billups, then it's easy to disclose the results because the results would have been something that allowed you to disregard that investigation and that allegation and hire him. Yeah, I mean, if it meant anything, you should have said we have full confidence in Chauncey and his you know, ability to be the right coach in this right situation. And we don't have any issues with the allegations. Well, you should have issues with the allegations. They're terrible. <laughs> well, but, and then, and you then know, you should, a... have, you should have in some way indicated that he was vindicated. Right. right. And there was, you know, there's a, there's a video out there um, where he is asked basically how those allegations and, and going through that, um, you know, how, what he learned from that, et cetera. And actually, Portland Trailblazers 
PR person. It sounded like a woman, and I, I actually feel terrible uh, that they had to, to do this. Um, basically was signaled by the owner. <laughs> he sipped a bottle of water and gave her a look. Um, and when the question was done being asked, uh, they had to chime in and say, it's been asked and answered. Um, and Chauncey Billups is there nodding and you know, she, the owner is there nodding. Um, that's, that's what like a deposition answer, right? Like that's something in court, like when your client is being deposed, you'd be like asked and answered. That's like an, a, an objection in court, not something that you often hear at a press conference. Um, again, I think the questions about the 1997 sexual assault allegations are valid. Um, and if you can't answer them, then perhaps, you know, you should go back to the issue, you know, itself in the hiring. Um, so that's kind of all, all I have to really say about all is, of that. <laughs> is that it? Because it was a lot. <laughs> you, you have a lot of feelings today, Kelsey. Yeah, you know, usually uh, Tuesday afternoons is when I get in my feelings. So um, now I have feelings too. So <laughs> apologies, apologies. That's okay. Uh, the good news is we have good feelings uh, to move on to after the break. Uh, positive news, we promise. So stay with us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Sorry, we're not sorry, but we have more Olympic news for you this time from track and field. Um, As the U.S. team continues to round out its roster, uh, we wanted to highlight a couple of the really cool stories that we saw this week, uh, kicking off with Gabby Thomas. So Gabby is a 24-year-old Harvard graduate who just qualified for her first Olympics. Yay. Go Yay, Gabby. Gabby. Go Gabby. Um, it gets better. Uh, her undergraduate degree is in, oh my gosh, I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, well, first of all, she's studying for a master's degree in epidemiology. So smart. So smart. And her undergraduate degree, I believe, is in uh, neuromuscular biology. I don't even know where to begin with that. I don't even, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. It uh, sounds really smart. It's, it's very smart. Um, and so, you know, super, super excited for her. Obviously, uh, it's a ba- one of the best parts about the Olympics is seeing such young people be able to come out and be on a national stage like at the Olympics. Could you imagine she's what, 24 years old? 24. You know, um, I, I had a, dr- I had a, a, like a dream as a kid, like to be an Olympian. And I was thinking about it today. Like, man, like I just, it, how cool is it that these kids are, they're living out their dream. I mean, I was never good at any sport to like actually have a real, like a realistic chance of being an Olympian. But like, imagine, like I saw today, I think it's like, beach soccer 
Like you can go and win an Olympic gold medal in some really cool sports. And then the, I feel like the Mecca, you know, especially of the summer Olympics, you've got swimming, gymnastics and track and field. I mean, the original (laughs) event of the Olympics track and field, um, it's just absolutely insane. These, these kids, I mean, they're just getting better and better and faster and stronger. Um, and I guess the rest of us are just getting older. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way. Um, and I'm so sorry, not neuromuscular biology, just neurobiology. If, as if that's any less impressive. Yeah, it sounds the same. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, So anyway, first time Olympian, uh, she won the women's 200 meters running in a time of 21.61 seconds, the third fastest time in the event in history. Wow. Right? That's insane. Uh, So all the kudos to her. um, But that leads us into uh, our second person who we're highlighting is Allison Felix. Um, So Actually, uh, she came up short in the 200 meter event that Gabby Thomas won. Um, she did make the U S Olympic team in the women's 400 meters. Um, if you all recall, uh, Felix has previously won an Olympic gold medal. She's one of the most decorated Olympians in history. Um, and we're just going to take a brief pause, uh, to remind everyone, um, of what Allison Felix has gone through. Uh, she recently, uh, had a very traumatic pregnancy. She gave birth, fortunately, to a healthy baby daughter. Allison is doing much better now. Um, she dealt with significant adversity from Nike, her sponsor, extremely rude, who so. uh, could not guarantee her protections um, even as a sponsored athlete because of her choice to have a baby. Um, and then uh, with her pregnancy, uh it highlighted many of the health disparities that women of color face that we also spoke about with Serena Williams a couple weeks ago. I'm reading, I'm reading now too. She broke into the Olympic scene in 2004 um, Mm -hmm. and she won nine medals, including six golds. It's just like 2004. What year is it now? (laughs) 2021, 2004 to 2021. And she's still killing it. Kelsey, she's much older than us. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and she's yes. much more athletic than us. I was too. just thinking it probably takes me what was that record like 21 seconds that that um that Gabby, that Gabby had. Yeah, yeah I was like seconds. I think it probably takes me 21 seconds to just get up out of my chair, like in my desk chair. Um Oh, so right now probably, I, I got this new desk chair and it gets stuck all the time and then with my cat surrounding me it fully takes 21 seconds to get out. Exactly. She's 24 and can just run, you know, across <laughs> pavement in 21 seconds. I can't even get out of a cushioned chair (laughs) into a standing position in 21 seconds. She is impressive. Um, It would be really next week on the show. We should talk about what Olympic sports we would actually be good at. 100%. I'm all right. I'm going to start my list right now. I'm going to be good at so many like obscure, like physical ones, like maybe not like the most challenging physically, but like, you know, I can perfect um, mentally. Like curling or something? I was thinking that. Yeah. Maybe like curling. Yeah. Or something that doesn't require like running endurance, maybe like javelin, which you have to be strong, but maybe you don't have to like be able to run for 90 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew some, like, javelin – do they call them, like, javelin throwers? I knew some throwers in college, and, like, they're much fitter than 
They're very fit. Yeah, no, uh, I'm totally uh, underselling Javelin. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's always interesting, though. Every, like, four years I sit here and I'm like, ooh, I wonder if I could train and be good at this. And then I'm like, no, no, it's impossible. I'm going to come plan next week with all of the reasons why we'd be good at some of these Olympic sports. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we're We're not impressive athletes. Uh, anywho, um, we have one more uh, woman to highlight who made the track and field team, and that's Sydney McLaughlin, uh, who broke the women's 400-meter hurdles record and qualified for her second Olympics. Have you ever have you ever ran, like, next to or around a hurdle? Have you ever seen a hurdle in real life? Yeah, I tried to do one once, and I fell. They're so tall. Kelsey, how tall are you? I'm only 5'3", so this is, you know, this is tough for me, but... It's absolutely insane. I, I just like when you see these track stars run and leap over these like massive hurdles, I, I probably couldn't even climb over one. So shout out to Sydney. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that call out, Kelsey, because you are correct as I'm a fellow N54, but not able to hurdle with any success. And they are tall. And these people are so impressive. She's um, 21 years old. 21 years old. Again, just these young people living their dreams, achieving their Olympic goals. It is. And she's so, a, she's from Dunnellan, Dunnellan, New Jersey. So East Coaster. Oh, maybe your neighbors. Maybe. Uh, uh, we will almost assuredly have more Olympic news for you next week because it's not going to end ever because we love the Olympics. Um, but before we wrap up the show for today, uh, Kelsey, do you have any shout outs? I think it's pretty evident who my shout outs going to be today. And that is none other, none other than the Becky Hammond. Um, Becky, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being successful. Um, and keep just putting yourself out there because I'm ready for that opportunity for you and for all of the other women um, who want to be in the position um, that you're in, as well as a head coach in the Men's National Basketball Association. All right. Uh, so I'm going to shout out Najee Harris this week, uh, former Alabama running back who uh, is now moving on to the NFL um, and using his newfound platform uh, to fight homelessness. Um, he recently spoke about how he spent time uh, as a homeless youth um, with his family and did have to, you know, experience homelessness firsthand. And now he is using, like I said, his platform to fix those systemic issues and work on those systemic issues that impacted him. So kudos to him for uh, just working on that and doing something really positive with his platform. I love it. That's all we have for you for today. As a reminder, you can follow Kelsey on Twitter at KTrain underscore 11, me at Meredith Hine and the site at LandGrant33. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl. And as always, go Bucks. I hope everyone has enjoyed our Tuesday night vibes. Well, if they all listen to it on Thursday morning when it comes out, I feel like it's just going to be a different. <laughs> I think our vibes transcend and I think everyone will see that. 